fuck it, I did it again. <laughs> We're not the Brotherhood without banners. <laughs> we can be. Without Manners, a podcast that we are doing a full spoiler reread of the Game of Thrones books. I'm Nate, and joining me, as always, for every episode, Zach. Chaboy. Right what over up, here. guys? What's going on? So, yeah, we are Brotherhood Without Manners, and I can say it on my first try. You know, that's not my fault. This is still getting into the head and banners. I just want to be hanging out with Beric. I want to be with Beric Dondarrion. Who, I, and, like Thoros is where it's at. He's got his wineskin. Oh, Thoros I'm down with too. So, so, busy, busy, busy times in Game of Thrones universe. There's tons of news and, and rumors and shit floating about. Anything catching your eye lately? That- so, uh, I do know that at this time, at this current date... It's being debated along across the internet that this is the longest we have ever gone without a post on George Martin's Not a Blog. Yeah, Martin, I think he had said, pre and, and Jesus, please nobody quote me, but I think he had said that he was stepping away from his Not a Blog for a little bit once Fire and Blood came out, that he was stepping away from everything. That focus, might have been something I've heard to put his focus well, on. Winds of winter. You know, so we can only hope. Some people were doing the math, and apparently there was still potential for him to release wins <laughs> before the April 14th season premiere of I don't count myself in that season. demographic, but I would happily be in that demographic. I, mean, if, I wouldn't say no if that occurred. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm in it for the long haul, George. You take your time, buddy. So, today's episode, we are reading the very first... The prologue, the prologue of Game of Thrones, the first book in the Song of Ice and Fire series. It's great. So, I really like this chapter. It's you dark. know, it's I know, brooding. I know. Like, but we don't like want to. His soul, his soul is dark and brooding. <laughs> He's the number one forefront, the front runner of the emo squad in West. Him House. and. Uh, Season six show you're on concerned boy band <laughs> and they can just be the lost pirates and they can sing. They can be the traveling boys. Yo, West that Ross. should be the next spinoff. <laughs> Lost Boys, Huron, and way more Royce. Emo it up. Starting an emo band, the first emo band in Westeros. <laughs> so without hearing me just bullshit on too much longer, let's just get right into said prologue, which begins with Three gentlemen, Garrod, Will, and Waymar Royce. These gentlemen are sent north after a band of wildlings has been discovered. Uh, dead. Dead. Dead as fucking dead. So, yeah, Will, the youngest of the three, are a little boy. Will, he uh, scouts ahead. He's a sneaky little, sneaky little guy. Uh, he scouts ahead and <laughs> finds the wildling camp dead. He believes them to be dead because no man, no living man ever lay so still, is what he says. So he reports back to Garrett and Waymar Royce. Waymar Royce gets two names because he's a Southron Lord. So let's talk about Waymore for a minute. I love Waymore. The fucking Royce. cunt. <laughs> the fucking cunt. 
So, because I also do want to talk about Will a little bit uh, before we get too far into what they yeah yeah they encounter and how they do go about it. So, Waymore Royce is a, a Southern Lord, as was so notably pointed out. He's a fucking dick. Uh, yeah, so he comes from the Royce line, which I believe they're around the Vale of Aaron. Um, I could be wrong there, but... They're, yes, absolutely, they're sworn to house Aaron Word. from the Vale. Um, and so, yeah, it says that he is, like, the second son of a second son of a second son. He's so a basically, nobody lord. no one gives a shit He's about He's a him. nobody lord. So, he goes to the Wall, which we learn the Wall is, one, it's an alternative for punishment. Uh, instead of having your hands chopped off for sealing, you could go to the wall if you want and serve out your days there. And yeah, you get to keep your hands. And yeah, you the get to best keep your part, hands. Probably. And wear a lot of black, which Waymar Royce <laughs> is super prepared for <laughs> because all of his shit is black. Which is, I mean, shit, just rock it, man. Go for it. But he, yeah, you're right. He's absolutely a fucking dick. Because Waymar Royce to me is super, he's a, he's a super interesting character because he's shown to be intelligent. Cause well, he has battle knowledge. Like he has, like he's been taught from a book. He knows all these tactics. Well, he's see, got... I, I disagree with that because when Will comes back and reports that the wildlings are dead, frozen uh, from the cold, is his guess. Waymar Royce points out that when you looked upon the wall, what did you right, see? And the wall right. was weeping. So he says, you know, if it was warm enough for the wall to be weeping, it wasn't going to be cold enough. That means it couldn't be cold enough for a man to freeze to death. So he has a. A basic understanding, yeah, I mean, he's, but he's, he's perceptive. But then I again, suppose. both Garrett and Will are picking up on this really ominous feeling all throughout the prologue. Well, and that's where he's so naive. Well, that is, and that's what I love about Waymar Royce is Waymar Royce is basically who we're going to be viewing this entire story from. Right, is right. that lordling that I'm imp- more important than I really think I, or I think I'm more important than I really you got am. That, the entitled, and part. so I'm intelligent enough to understand the situation, but I can't read the signs beyond that. I know what I was told to look for, and so I'll, I'll, I'll go that far, but I won't pick up on things like the, the, the rustle of the trees or the, the ominous feeling that is ever present in this episode, where both Garrett and Will, Will specifically states that he's never been more scared north of the wall than he is tonight, and they're both picking right. up on it, but Royce is having none of it. He's, he's this cocky little yeah, shit. he just thinks who, he knows something, and... His parents are fucking teaching him how to silver spoon his way through. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then one of my favorite lines from him, again, it shows the the ignorance of him, is Will mentions, my mother told me that dead men sing no songs. And Royce replies, my wet nurse said the same thing, Will. Never believe anything you hear at a woman's woman's tit. So immediately he's saying, you know... Uh, women aren't capable of having good ideas. So it it shows that, you know, he's got this field intelligence, but he, I mean... He's he's, still a He's he's ignorant (laughs) as fuck. Yeah, he absolutely is this ignorant prick. But that's the view of most of the world, is that women... Right, and that's what I think this chapter does absolutely great at, is introducing us to the whole world. In the way of thinking. In how we're supposed to experience these people, how we're expecting them to act, and... Because 90, from this point on, 90% of the people we read are extremely intelligent, extremely strong females. And so, you know, going off the prologue, according to this southern lord who looks rich and really nice in his clad black shit... You know, there's nothing to be learned at a woman's tit, which is essentially he's saying that's all they're good for is breastfeeding children. So then we get the Arias and the Circes later on down the line and the Ashas. Yeah, just and everybody 
and it just totally proves him wrong, but it's a, such a good look at the ignorance of the men, especially the the, the lordling men, the, right, the high right. lord men who and think then, they're hot shit. Which brings us then to over to Garrod, the, the stark contrast. And Garrett, funny, I, I mentioned Stark, because I also believe that he's going to be the representation of the that grouping, the, the Stark, the John Snows, the, John Snows, the wise men, and the people who, that are clear they can see that there's some shit going on yeah yeah no, he, he immediately garrett picks up on the the weird sense in the air and he's keen to get back to the wall and report what they found we were supposed to chase these wildlings will saw the wildlings dead our mission is done let's get gtfo and report what we got and it's not when you're reading it it's not out of fear for his own well-being it's just an unsettling and the understanding that shit can get real that absolutely at any moment North of the Wall, shit can turn sour for you. And Will, even though Will's only been four years on the Wall, he's the 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 not the newest recruit because Waymar Royce is, but Will hasn't been there. That, what even Will picks up on it, and Will actually mentions that what the Southern Lords call the haunted forest hold no more terrors for him. And so he he's so pretty I, confident. That's, I wanted to point something that uh, Garrett said during that that time is. Uh, when he's realizing something's wrong, he specifically says, listen to the darkness. Mm. And just the way that, that that he delivers that there, you know, he, he notices something's wrong. And not to mention just how it applies to everything. Just listen to the darkness. And I almost feel like it can, you know, people are looking at the flames and seeing the light of the seven. And, you know, listen to the darkness. Mm. And especially coming from a Night's Watchman... You know, and their vows and just what they represent. What do they represent? <laughs> we are the protectors of the wall. Does this, to me, this feels like the old gods. It, like, what they're feeling, what Garrett and Will... It, it, you don't it, think it's the whites? Like them? I I do, but before, before the White Walkers even emerge, before they even realize that the wildlings that Will saw dead are up and gone, there's just such an an omnipresence that feels like the old gods to me. Something watching them, something keep, yeah, keeping yeah. an eye on the goings-on north of the wall. So now, once that that's occurring, so now then they actually make it to this point that he's scouted. They've, they've dismounted, they get off their horses, and from there, Garrett is wanting a fire, and Waymar's against that. Is that right? Is that backwards? No, no, that's right, because uh, Waymar Royce... Believes oh, right, right, right. It's going to draw the attention the, of the wildlings. the wildlings, whereas Garrod knows that it's going to drive away the cold. And the cold Whatever the cold brings, or what brings, what brings the, cold. the cold. I found it interesting that when Waymar Royce demands to see the wildlings and Will's bringing him up, Will's vantage point was a sentinel tree. Sentinels are, you know, classically guardians that protect and watch and stand guard. And the passage immediately after that, when Will climbs up to this sentinel tree, is beneath the tree, it's slippery and muddy with rocks and hidden roots to trip you up. And so, I to me, that just stood out as, you know, maybe... Well, it's very it, it, contradicting, it, 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 almost. It's a double-edged where sword, this, where you, you, you have to watch what you see, but you have to be careful with that, because... 
seeing too much can trip you up. It can it's yeah. treacherous yeah. footing, yeah. or you know, it's because it's so large uh, that it it can see so much, but it doesn't see right what's right beneath. Right, it. Exactly right in front of it. What's happening with these yeah. wildlings? That... So that when they get up there, they realize that they're gone. The wildlings have vanished. Not a trace. And there's some weird stuff about this because uh, Will was noticing that weapons were left behind. Yeah, he specifically axe, mentions yeah. the battle axe. And there's a point where Royce calls out and he's hollering, "Who goes there like a fucking dipshit?" Like first dude dead in a horror movie. Yeah, exactly. And all that he hears, and it was fucking cool, is the rustle of leaves, an icy rush of the stream. The hoot of an owl, and then the quote, the others made no sound. And so I feel like, just the way that that's worded, that it can just mean so many things. I, I have that actually marked as well, and just the line before, even the the owl and all that, is the woods gave answer. Waymar Royce shouts out, and it says right. specifically, the woods gave answer, the stream is trickling. So is that, do you think that's the White Walkers? Well, see, is that's that... what I think is funny, is I think it's it's really kind of the start of showing not just the, the naivety of him, but us as readers. Absolutely. Because, like, it's already sitting here answering. Plane is just there. It answers. Yeah, absolutely. And it's so easy to just skip right past that. Yeah, it's nature. Oh, you know, it's, it's, it's getting it's getting deeper into just descriptive of, of the nature around. Like, this is the normal woods. This is what happens. So, ooh, you know, he's hearing the call of nature when really... And he's got these double entendres. Yeah, yeah, when there. really it, it could be a type of ventriloquism act where these White Walkers are speaking, but we hear it as the crinkle of ice in a stream. Or, right, or, or as you were mentioning back, that the old gods replying. Yeah, maybe definitely. I mean who knows at that point what it is that's responding, but it it literally says in text the forest responds the, or whatever uh, the the the, the others themselves were. I mean that is just a fucking trip so, to read. Yeah, I mean there's so many the the descriptions that they use for the others once they're actually there. Um, I've noticed how many times they're referred to as like white shadows mm-hmm. and just darkness itself and like flickers of light yeah they're not even almost like they're not actually visible there's a there's a point that it actually is one of the most intense parts for me but it's when Royce or Roy, yeah Royce and Will come up and they see that the dead men are gone and Will can't fucking process this and it says Will's voice abandoned him he groped for words that did not come. It was not possible. His eyes swept back and forth over the abandoned campsite. That, to me, just feels like... You ever have the nightmare where you... No matter how much you try to scream, you can't make a fucking sound? No. Well, that that's, <laughs> that's what it sounds like to me, where he's just... He's stuck in this nightmare, where he knows what is wrong, but how do you formulate that yeah. into words where there was... Eight, nine, ten dead people. This here, isn't. This doesn't make any sense. And now sense. they're not, especially because there's you know there's not there's no blood. There's, there's valuables all the weapons, left around. You know, absolutely. And he's like, he knows what he saw. That they looked like they had fallen. That they had just they had just dropped whatever they were doing and fell right there. To the, and that was it. Almost sleeping. Yeah. yeah. So um, then they the others actually emerge and Waymar Royce like a dipshit is 
you know, ready to do battle. So he throws off his cloak and... I love this part. I This like, is my this... favorite part of the prologue because this is intense as shit. And he, he's squaring up with this other. And as soon as the other just unsheathes its blade, which is so razor thin, it's hard to even see that it is a blade. And it's this So crazy... I like that you can see that they say that no human metal went into the forging of the blade. It's it's so out there, yeah. I mean, because they have Valerian fucking steel in this world. Right. And that right. is, is, is a pretty hard thing to... I mean, the, the Valerian steel glows and shimmers, shimmers and yeah. has also... But, like, this is no or like no man-made construction. Right, right. So that is just a trip in of itself. And, you know, Waymar Way has the... The best line of dance with me then as he <laughs> pulls out his sword and they go at it. And So th- when he faces off, there's a part where it actually says that the wind stops. Mm. And so I I wonder if that has anything to do with him challenging the others, or if it's as you mentioned, that maybe the old gods are around and that you know what you didn't want to listen to them. Bated breath. You didn't want to listen to them, so they're gonna watch and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. And then that's when the I think he says uh, four or five or maybe even six other others step step out, and they're not engaging way more rice. They're Just watching. Right. Just and watching Will says their their am- their their armor is so camouflaged that it's, it's hard to see. It actually seems invisible. like it's changing color. Yeah. is what they're talking and about. So yeah, which is crazy. They're they're standing there. So that that. Just that there, the armor, intrigues the hell out of me. Like, the way that Will describes it is seeming like it's changing colors in front of It's almost eyes. an active like, camouflage. What the hell is that? Well, that makes like, me think, how many other chapters are they in where we don't know? Where's the people right. that are reading well, that's it, it. With the way see? that they have these, this, you know, ability, and not even an ability, just who they are, what they are. They can move unseen, unheard, and... Clearly, I mean, Will is not very far from this, but he's having trouble seeing five of these things at a tree line, and they're just standing there. So, the other that Waymore Royce wants to dance with answers him. Yes. And Will even points that out, that he knows it answered him, and it was mocking him. And they say that it, they say, because Martin is they, he's, well, he's obviously, a big he's, he's got he's, seven... <laughs> Um, people in he them. writes it saying that the voice is like cracking ice on a winter lake, which harkens me right like, back to the the the, the woods gave answer the, right the exactly the and like, it's that's bringing their in the language nature again and that's how, that they were just talking to which each other are you ready for he, this bombshell that that to me ties into the the children of the forest's real name in the the true tongue yeah the ones who speak the song of earth yeah. I mean. What are they doing they're, when they're communicating right, they're if not speaking the song of the earth? They're they're communicating. We've unraveled the whole yeah, book we're series. Fucking, we're done. Who Last said we're episode. not professionals? Last I episode. Yeah, I <laughs> same thing. So he gets fucked up, yo. Yeah, for Roy so. stood no chance. I mean, he holds his own, surprisingly. Uh, in, I don't. I don't even think he I know. Was I, I mean, it's toying with him, definitely. Yeah, but so. I mean, there's more of a struggle than I expect. Because I mean, in the show, and we said, you know, we wouldn't pulling much from the show but in the show it's very quick it's uh there is no exchange of swordplay it's just you're done and they're right, done. right but waymar royce actually parries a couple blows and will can see the blade getting frost cut co- his blade right, getting frost right, covered getting the damage. and i mean he could barely see the other's blade and then the other actually mocks him again 
and then that's when the they, blade shatters yeah, and just... all the shards fuck up his face and he goes down to his knees and that's when they don't yeah it's they not pounce. oh man they, it was, they, it's so brutal it, they're just yeah, there yeah. and they all have their swords out and that's what will says it was just brutal savagery butchery they just hack him to fucking bits yeah no no which is completely different than the way the wildlings died yeah, no, they they were seemingly peaceful, right? So, I mean, did the wildlings not fight, or were they taken right. by surprise, or, right? Or... or did they actually die of being frozen to death with just because the others' presence, maybe mm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, yeah, the, the wall was weeping and the weather. I, I but... feel like Waymore's defiance, his challenge was. See, answered. I feel like that's a big. That's part. why yes. they. I think dance. that's why he they waited. And... and he was like, "All right, motherfucker, yeah, let's we'll dance. dance." And we'll I think dance. even the other others that were watching. Were so like, then they uh, they bounce. Yeah, they're, they're like peace, peace. And will you Ow. know this poor dude stuck up in a tree? Yeah, just chilling, shit up in his britches. Finally makes his way down. Comes down to check <laughs> shit out. Like, Surprise, motherfucker! And like he's like, yo, like look at these sweet, like the sweet shit that Waymore Rice had. Like, yeah, you know, you know, I'm gonna grab his sword to bring that back as proof of what he happened wants here. to be emo as well. So he's gonna take yeah. his blacks, who, but they're who, all in the Night's Watch, so it's okay. It's yeah, fashionable no, yeah, there. yeah, no, they don't want to leave and notes. Nope. So yeah, he grabs the sword hilt, thinking I'll, I'll give this to. Amen or Old Mormont, the bear, and and that'll be my proof, you know, as to this crazy shit that just happened when we were trying to find a fucking wildling party, man. And but so, that's not how it plays out. Yeah, no. Not at all. And then fucking Roy stands up and chokes this bitch out. Yeah, he just grabs him by the throat and... Poor Will, man. Like, the poor kid. Will, was... Like, Will sounds pretty dope, yo. Like, yeah. you know, he was... He was Sent to the wall for poaching, like which you know, it, of the list of crimes you could. Oh, speaking of, I, I forgot to even mention earlier uh, that I think is fairly important. There also is that none of the dead wildlings were children. Yes, not a single one of them. They were all men or women. Men or women. Yep. Um, but anyway, so back. I wanted to go back to you had mentioned him thinking to himself about showing that hilt to the, the old bear, Mormont, and Meister Eamon. Yes. But we don't, that's the first we've ever heard of these yeah, we don't know these, these other lords, are. these other names, the, other than these three, now we've got these two names, Mormont and Meister Eamon. Meister Eamon? I'm going to say how I want to fucking say Meister, it. Meister, Meister. And so uh, I think it's super fucking cool that with all these these three and who they are and how they're built up and how we're now being forced into perceiving these, they give us these two other names real quick. Mm. And we're not even going to hear anything about them for a while. But just the fact that they're dropping these these names. We don't know what a maester is at this point. We we don't, you know, who is Old Bear Mormont? Is, you know, and it's just... He, he he drops them in so early on in the whole series. Yeah, yeah. Of all the characters and the whole thing to drop, those two right there. Well, that was it. I mean, in this I mean, prologue alone, we get you know we get the the difference between the southern lords and northern lords. Well, we don't meet any northern lords, but the way southern lords are addressed and expect to be addressed, even at a place like the Night's Watch, we learn sort of what the Night's Watch is, and a little bit about the wall. We learn about wildling raiders, and then we learn about the others. And, I mean, the others are just fucking wild in comparison to everything else that we get. Because it starts out relatively like a normal medieval fantasy right, story, right. Just... and then all of a sudden, here the here's these things made of 
ice and wind and shadow and, and fucking, shadow yeah, like, and they're here to sudden, fuck you up and they're gonna just shank the my shit favorite my guy. favorite favorite part is the description of Waymar Royce um it's when Will is bending down to pick up the sword and as he stands up Royce is already standing over him and it says his fine clothes were a tatter his face a ruin a shard from his sword transfixed the blind white pupil of his left eye the right eye was open. The pupil burned blue. It saw. And that is just fucking intense. So one of his eyes has a shard in it from his own sword, and the other one is just other, other blue. blue. Yeah. And that Which, right, and they say that that's a, a blue that burns like ice. How, like, and, like, just the the weaving of the words and these little... And how quick that, like... I mean, yeah. it says he was up in the tree for a long time. We're not given an actual, you know, three hours or yeah. four hours, but... That seems quick to me. Like, yeah. bam, Waymar Royce is up and at him and ready to go. And so my big thing is with the, the prologue, and that's, I, uh, with here I'll, I'll compare it a little to the show, the Haunted Woods isn't that far north from where we know the story to be. I mean, it it's pretty far north, but it's pretty close to the wall in comparison to some other things locations, we've done. Yeah, uh, yeah locations. So I, I just the the pace. I, actually, I have to fact check that. It's a hundred. Oh yeah, no, it is right. Like yeah, it is right north of the fucking wall. Yeah, so there's it's others. The woods. Yeah, diddy bopping pretty close to the wall right from the get go here. So I <laughs> to me, there's just such a there's so much intelligence behind them that they're just the biggest mystery. Obviously, that's what yeah, they're set I up mean, as. But it's it just. They're so but there's so much, and they're... the way that they're presented is just outstanding, and it's because they're like, terrifying. That's what it is. They're so scary in their in their abilities to move so quietly and be so deadly without any knowledge about them at all. So, all right. So, if you were if you were north, who do you think would you have sided with Garrett and wanted to go back, or would you have been like Royce and needed to? To solve I mean, the mystery till the end. Me right now, I'd be all for Garrett. I'd go see. With the that's what bed. that's what I would think too. You know? But you like, just... you know, if I was raised in Thrones, you know, who knows where I'd stand on? I it. guess but, that's true. Um, I, so you're saying you're a cunt like Waymore Royce? I'm saying maybe if I was raised down in the Royce house, I'd be raised like a You'd cunt. You'd be a cunt. But I think that that kind of covers it for the prologue, guys. So with that, do you have any closing thoughts? I mean, what do you think of the prologue? What is What stands out? Do you like it? Was it a great intro? Was it a bad intro? I, I think it's a great introduction to what these books eventually become and the story it's trying to tell. Uh, I think it's just really interesting that the chapter starts with, do the dead frighten you? That's a, that's a quote. One adult male is asking another one in this book and then the the chapter ends with either an undead rising or or just more death but also reanimation and so it's an interesting cycle that the prologue goes through that we're, we're so blatantly shown and spoken to about death and then at the very end we're shown that it's maybe not as final and finite as we would believe where apparently in this world the dead can come back i also think it's interesting that in the prologue and it'll be a trend that we realize throughout all the prologues of the books but it's hard to pin down 
who is actually narrating this to us. Is this yeah. a point of view from Will? Because it seems like it would lean toward Will the most, but there actually is no internal monologues or internal dialogue from him, so we don't actually know right, who right. we're seeing the prologue from. So I, th- I think it's an interesting, very interesting look into the world we're about to enter more in depth. Yeah, no, I definitely think it's a, it's there was great world building in here introducing us to the the people of this world. We have a few different looks on life, but you know, it's leading us right into into the next chapter, you into know, our brand again. Our so with that, you know, if you guys are here, you're you're part of the brotherhood. We uh we're going to be presenting our Honorary brother member of the chapter. Yeah, so each chapter that we read through, especially in these books, somebody is going to do something that stands out, that exemplifies what we here at the Brotherhood think is just a great overall badass moment. So we're going to honorarily induct them chapter by chapter. I'll start. um, My honorary Brotherhood inductee for this chapter is Will. I think he's a really underrated character um, that we don't get to find out too much about. He's crafty, and he's great on rangings north of the wall because of how silently he can move. And he's taken from us right in the prologue. We don't get to learn much more about him from this point on. So justice for Will, man. I I, I love you, brother. Keeping the realm safe north of the wall. Just so we're all aware, a podcast is not visual, so him holding up his fingers in the peace sign doesn't translate. Will sees it. Will is all seeing, and he (laughs) my My honorary inductee goes to the one, the only, Sir Waymore Royce, purely for the let's dance. Dance with me, then. I love Waymore Royce in his own stupid, brutish way, so I think that's a great honorary inductee. Write into us. Let us know who you think is the member of these three we've seen, or you know, maybe maybe it's maybe another, some, or maybe it's the old know. God's influence. So you can induct whatever you, you want, want um, you know, absolutely. But get a hold of us on Facebook at facebook.com/slash Brotherhood Podcast, Twitter at Manners Without, Instagram at Brotherhood Without, and our Gmail is always there without Manners Brotherhood at gmail.com. And yeah, just let us know either what you guys thought of the, the prologue itself or who you would like to honorarily induct into the Brotherhood with us all. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Battle de Jerez. See you guys. They can't see us. I just got done telling them that. <laughs>